Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Okay, welcome back. Today we have something a little bit special for you. You're going to get some insight into our laser coaching sessions where Kate and I coach students personally. Now, of course, our CCA students always have access to our coaching calls twice a month. And then of course, our fabulous Facebook group as well. But these are special calls where we really get to dig into their specific questions in that moment. Uh, They're only 10 minutes, but boy, do we pack a lot of coaching and information in there. Um, The topics are going to run the gamut. So no matter what you are interested in as a copywriter, even though you're not in the hot seat, I guarantee that you're going to hear something useful and interesting. Interesting. Also, just a heads up that uh, in a couple of the recordings, students mention Pitchapalooza and Right Starts, which are a couple of our student-only events. They're free for our students. Uh, and as with everything we do, they're designed to get people taking action and seeing success. So when you hear that reference, just know that that's what they are. So without further ado, let's dig into our laser coaching sessions. Hello, Shelby. Hi. Hello. All right. What can we do for you? What can we help you with? Okay. Well, first, I wanted to say thank you both for everything you've done. Uh, you made such a huge change in my life. I, uh, I'm very grateful. Um, thank you. You have made the change, but yes. thank you for letting us be a part of it. Well, you, you gave me the opportunity for the change was the thing. Well, thank so you. thank you for that. Uh, I actually took notes here because I wanted yeah. to make sure I didn't forget okay. something because it's kind of complicated. Okay, so turn this up. Um, so I've been having some trouble with finding like the deep benefit or like the benefit, like the real benefit when anything that isn't like functional. Mm-hmm. Like we go over in the core, you know, this makeup or whatever will make you feel nice. Or, mm-hmm. um, and I asked this like when I first joined, like, uh, 
especially with art, you know, landscape, it brings your landscape into your home. Okay. But what does, Mm -hmm. but it's not nearly all going to be like that. Cause like, I want to get into helping like with art, with uh, uh, like creative writing or like, Mm -hmm. like novels and stuff. Cause I do that some myself Mm -hmm. and then like, uh, like the entertainment kind of side of things. And when it's not educational or like functional, I'm mm-hmm. having trouble finding what the deep benefit is, yeah. especially because it's so subjective. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and it it is absolutely. Um, and you can think of it in the microcosm, right? Like, what does the, the enter entertainment brings joy into your life? It bring it can bring fulfillment into your life. It can make it can open your mind to possibilities. But remember too that you're not going to you're not going to be writing for art as a whole, right? Art is not going to be your client. You'll be writing for say an individual, an individual, maybe an individual author. Maybe you'll write the the back cover copy of their book or the inside flap copy of their book, in which case you'll have the ability to dive into what's, what makes that particular story exciting or appealing or enticing or insightful. Does that make sense? You, yeah. it's, it's, it can be a little confusing to think about like, what is the deep benefit of something mm-hmm. big? Because it's going to be for each individual project. So, you know, if you are, if you're describing a, a piece of artwork, let's say you're working with a writer, uh, <laughs> with a, a painter, and they want yeah. you to describe their artwork for the web website and make it sound, make it sound compelling. You're going to be writing about that particular piece of artwork. And so then you can lean into that particular, you know, like you said, maybe it's a landscape and it is maybe it, it brings a sense of calm and it brings a sense of peace or it it um it it inspires them to to think differently about the world around them so it's it's true that with some things it's a little bit less concrete like this artwork did not you know made me lose 10 pounds you know something like that but but there's still there's still a benefit to these. There's still these the softer benefits are still important. And when it comes to art, often it will be those softer benefits, but that's still, especially for people who appreciate art, those softer benefits can matter just as much, right? You know, depending on your project, really digging into who the audience is, I think yes. is going to be essential. Who is yes. this artist's target audience? Because I think depending on the artwork, you're going to have very different. Is it more commercial? Is it more high-end collectors? Is it you know, who, who is purchasing this and who, what's, what's, what are, what is that? What are those people like? What are their wants and needs? What's, what's typical about the audience? And I think that's going to be really helpful to to talk with your client, obviously to say, Hey, you know, who, who are your customers? Um, and then really go from there. And if they have a tone guide, great. If not, I think, um, digging into that as well, like what, what are the kind of words that these people use? What are emotions connect with them? What, um, uh, yeah, just really figuring out how you can best connect with that specific audience. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Yeah, I mean, you're going to do that for every project, yes, but I think particularly with these with these projects to really know the differences too. If you're working with multiple different artists, to say, okay, this this one, they're you know, this is their their target audience versus this one is slightly different. Um, you know, I'm thinking of. A, a woman that used to, uh, before I moved, um, sold a lot of functional functional art pieces. So mm. like burp cloths with her art on it for moms. And so obviously that is a tangible product, but what is Still the benefit art. of having original art on yeah. a piece like that um, versus something that is meant to be hung in, in a living room or something like that uh, mm-hmm. versus something that is, you know, 
museum quality, someone just collecting for their own personal, you know, $50,000, $60,000 piece of art or whatever it is. I think all of those just to kind of give a spread of, I think, the different types of audiences. I don't know if that's helpful, but... So the purpose of art generally is kind of like they want to brighten up a room. You want to change the vibe in the room. But like beyond that, I'm not I'm having some trouble grasping the room looks warmer or whatever. And that makes me feel is that is that what I'm going for or am I on the right track? Sure. But the purpose of art isn't always, you know, to isn't always for just the way it looks on a wall. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, I love artwork and I will buy it, yeah. I'll buy an original piece for how it makes me feel. Yeah. So it's not just, you know, it's, it, add, it makes me feel, it makes me feel inspired. It makes me, it makes me, um, it, it, it broadens my view of the world. It, it intrigues me. It, it makes me feel, um, it encourages my creativity. You know, it's art is not just about, it's not, it's art is about an interaction between the, between people and the artwork, not just how it looks in a room, right? Art is a very complicated subject. Yeah. And it's very subjective to the individual purchasing it potentially. So I'm thinking of pieces I bought and to Nikki's point, all everything she said, but I also, I think of, I I bought a watercolor and it's of a, uh, a mime, facing a, a cowboy and they're kind of dressed very similarly doing a similar pose. And I did it because it, every time I look at it, <laughs> it makes me giggle and I laugh. Yeah. Um, and then I have a, an oil painting of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in my kitchen because mm. I just thought like, what a cool, like, I love peanut butter and jelly. It brings me joy. It's an oil painting. So it feels, it's like this high brow, low brow mix, right. Of a peanut yeah. butter and jelly, <laughs> but an elevated oil painting. And I just thought that's so much fun. And so I feel like that's very different too. Is it bringing humor? Is it bringing, is it sparking that joy every time you look mm-hmm. at it, that it lights mm-hmm. you up and just kind of yeah. reminds you of the simple pleasures in life? Yeah. Um, I think you, and it depends on the project too, right? If you're writing an email about a specific, a specific art piece that's going out to, you know, an email list, maybe it's a gallery sending about, Hey, we got this new artwork from this artist. Whatever you write about that might be very different than, you know, if it's, it's, you mentioned landscape earlier. Landscape is going to be very different than talking to about a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because the person who's buying the peanut butter and jelly yeah. might not be the person who's mm-hmm. buying the landscape. Could be. I love mm-hmm. a landscape too, but just the what someone might be getting out of it is is different based on the medium, the, yeah. the actual art piece, the the mm-hmm. audience, et cetera, et cetera. So I take yeah. it on a case by case basis versus mm-hmm. necessarily trying to. Um, you know, figure out a benefit on art as a whole. Yeah. What might be fun for you, um, or at least a good exercise is to, to go to maybe go to a a gallery website and pick an artist and say, okay, if I had to write an email saying that this artist is, is, uh, has an upcoming exhibit, what would I say about this artist and what would I say about their artwork and research the galleries? If you can find out what kinds of people go to this gallery or something like that, but, but give yourself the opportunity to, to practice. How would you, how would you describe this artist and their work? How would you, how would you entice people to come and experience this artwork in the gallery? That could be a really great yeah. exercise. And what I would add to that, okay. just to challenge you is to, pick two different galleries and two very, Mm -hmm. very different artists, because Mm -hmm. I think that'll help you distinguish between what am I writing about this one versus what am I writing about the other one? I was actually, 
out to dinner with a friend last night who's like, oh, I don't like wine. Let me taste this this red wine. Oh, it tastes like it tastes like wine. And I was like, well, if you had this one, this grape variety next to a very different red wine grape variety, they would taste completely different. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, this one is this and this one is this. Um, so okay. I think that might help you doing some doing this exercise with two very different to be like, oh, this voice versus this voice or mm-hmm. this benefit versus this benefit mm-hmm. um, could be interesting. Yeah. And then post. Okay. The group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does yeah. it help a bit? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it's interesting. Uh, it sounds kind of complicated, but also like, I feel like I know the next steps. So mm-hmm. practice, think, everything yeah. comes with practice, right. And, and share it in the group, you know, it's a very supportive group. So say I'm, I'm imagining this was the project I imagined mm-hmm. for myself. This is how I put it together. What do you guys think? How would you, you know, what feedback do you have to offer? Cause getting that will only, only improve and make it only improve um, your skills and also make it easier for you with that practice. Yeah. Yeah. And with love, I think once you do it, you will realize it's less complicated once you do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that we're so good at this. You're probably overcomplicating it a little bit in your own mind, which again, we're all, we're all good at doing that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just try try that, try the exercise and see what happens. Yeah. And my brain's got the thing. I have to have all of the pieces first before I can before I can start. So so great. Get all the pieces first, make mm-hmm. yourself a, a, a test project, and then you have all the pieces, mm-hmm. right? Because you can't possibly, yeah. you can't write, you can't write copy until you have all the pieces. And that's probably what's getting in your way is you don't, you can't write copy about things that you, that you don't know what they are yet. So yeah. give Do yourself the a chance to practice. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. All well, right. Thank you. You are so welcome. Mm-hmm. Be sure to share it in a group when you do it. I will. Awesome. Thanks, Shelby. Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.